are listening to a Commonwealth Bank of Australia Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. This podcast provides general market-related information and is not intended to be an investment research report. The information contained in this podcast is based on previously published material, and before listening, you're advised to read the full Global Economic and Markets Research Disclaimers, which can be found at combankresearch.com.au. Welcome to the Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Belinda Allen and I'm a Senior Economist here at ComBank and today I'm joined by our Chief Economist and Head of Research, Stephen Halmerick. Good to have you on. Thanks, Belinda. Great to be with you again. It is. Now, it is the third Tuesday of the month, which means we're going to be talking about the CBA Household Spending Intention Series. Now, this is where we combine some of our really insightful internal data with Google Trends data to work out not only what has people been spending on, but what they are intending to be spending on. So, Stephen, how did the data look in June 2021? Well, June 2021, compared to June last year, it continued to have some really big base effects. If we remember back to June last year, we were kind of coming out of the the first phase of the lockdown. Mm. So, June this year, we've actually seen some weakness in home buying, retail, travel, entertainment, and motor vehicles compared to June uh, last year, but both uh, health and fitness and education spending intentions up, which is good to see. So definitely those base effects are having such a large impact on a lot of the data that we're watching at the moment. So one of the things that you have started to do is to look at the data compared to 2019 levels, which is certainly what we're doing uh, with our weekly card spending data as well. How did the different categories look in June 2021 compared to June 2019? Yes, that's right. I think comparing June this year to June 2019 makes a lot more sense, you know, a more normal year if we can use that phrase. So if you look at this year compared to June 2019, uh, the picture is actually quite strong. So home buying, retail health and fitness, entertainment and motor vehicle purchases all higher uh, in June this year relative to 2019. The, the two sectors that were lower are travel and education spending intentions, which I think makes a lot of sense given, of course, the, the international border remains closed and, of course, we've had some closures in state borders and uh, that's affected both travel and education spending. Now, this data is for June, so just at the end of June, we obviously did start to see those case numbers rise in New South Wales. July, we've obviously now been in lockdown in Greater Sydney for three weeks. We've seen Victoria enter a lockdown, so about 50% of the population is now under stay-at-home orders. We've obviously seen some impact come through in our weekly credit and debit card spending data and we'll obviously continue to see impacts come through until those restrictions are eased. So as a result, we have seen uh, that weekly credit and debit card spend data uh, retreat. So now looking at that level compared to 2019, it's up just around 10% compared to 2019 levels. And we have seen spending momentum uh, go into negative territory in New South Wales and would expect that uh, next week as well. Now, Stephen, we're going to go through each of the categories and talk about what are some of the main influences at the moment. So let's start with, I think, one that everyone is very interested in and that's home buying intentions. What are some of the main insights going on there? Yes, so home buying, of course, has been quite strong over a number of months. 
But in June this year, relative to June last year, actually, the momentum slowed quite a lot. And that was, I think, really, again, because of these base effects mm. where June last year things began to take off. But if we look at June this year relative to June 2019, uh, a significant increase in home buying intentions, really driven by the strength in the labour market and the very low interest rates. Uh, so that's both people uh, applying for home loans uh, through the Commonwealth Bank Network and Google searches related to housing. So ongoing strength in that sector for sure. And retail spending intentions, this has certainly been a category that has been impacted very heavily uh, from various lockdowns. So if you do look at the chart and I'm looking at on my screen uh, right now, has been a fair bit of volatility going on in recent months. What are some of the main trends we are seeing in that category? Yes, that's right. I and mean, a huge amount of volatility yeah. in this number. Uh, but let's, let's have a look on June this year compared to uh, June 19. Mm. And so it does show a pretty strong picture. There's increases in things like clothing and footwear, uh, grocery stores and supermarkets, department stores, household furniture and equipment, pharmacy, personal care, recreation are all up relative to June 2019. The areas where they're still quite weak, uh, I think perhaps not surprisingly, dry cleaning. So we're not wearing suits to work. We're you know, working at home mm-hmm. and a bit more casual clothing, uh, tailors and uh, Souvenir shops and duty-free shops, I would say, for the obvious reasons, are still quite weak compared to June 2019. Yes, the closure of those borders still has a very heavy impact, which is a great segue into our next category, which is travel spending intentions. What is going on there? Yeah, so they were down, as I said, compared Mm. to uh, 2020. Uh, But if we think back of what was happening last year, that was really when we started getting some opening up. So the, the base effects really hard at work there as well. A bit of pent-up demand uh, for holidays. Yeah, absolutely. So um, you could see that in things like uh, motor home and recreational vehicle rentals and purchases, tourist attractions, um, bus lines, amuse- amuse- amusement parks were all up relative to last year. But if we look at uh, compared to June 2019, uh, there's actually still some weakness. So airlines, again, not surprisingly, mm. quite a bit weaker than 2019. Uh, cruise lines, travel agents, bus lines, even hotels, motels and resorts are still lower than they were at the same month in 2019. So there's still some way to go to, to get some improvement back to if you like a more normal uh, levels of travel. But given the restrictions currently in Sydney and Melbourne, uh, as you said, we'll probably take a, a step backwards in the next month or two. Yes, I think that is the case. And certainly uh, there may be some restrictions in place for a little bit longer, uh, given the very contagious nature of this Delta variant. So moving on to health and fitness spending intentions, I'm looking at the chart again. It certainly looks like there has been some improvement in on this front. Yeah, it's a very strong mm. increase in health and fitness spending intentions, both compared to June last year and June 2019. Mm. Although it must be said, some of the increase in spending over the last year is probably not in areas you'd like to see. So a big increase in spending on doctors, hospitals, medical labs, which I think makes a lot of sense, Mm. Uh, nursing and personal care, uh, things like orthopedic, osteopaths, podiatrists, all up quite strongly over the last year or the last two years. But we've also seen um, in the June number uh, an increase in spending on professional sport and club memberships, so people being able to go back to uh, watch live sport. But again, of course, in the month of July, 
Uh, that's uh, that's not happening so much, certainly not in New South Wales and Victoria. No, that's that's the case indeed. And certainly I would expect that the entertainment spending intentions category would be equally as impacted as well. Yes, yeah, a big base effect in the entertainment spending. Mm. It's actually uh, quite a bit lower than it was um, uh, last month. So increases on June 2020 are, are pretty small, although there was some increase, as I mentioned earlier, on June 2019. Uh, so there was some uh, on that two-year period. We are seeing increases in things like uh, eat, you know eating out and restaurants, uh, off-premise alcohol, uh, boat rentals, uh, even things like bowling alleys. And again, uh, it's good to see some strong increases in digital things like games, movies, mm. and music all all up quite strongly. Which of course, with people at home more and entertaining more at home, that makes a lot of sense as well. And what about education? This category has certainly also been yeah. impacted by those border closures. Are we seeing any changes in the trends in that category? Well, we look at education spending in two ways. One is the number of transactions mm. and one is the value of all those transactions. So if we look compared to last year, uh, the number of education transactions is actually up uh, quite strongly and that's universities and colleges as well as schools. Uh, largest increase there in the elementary and secondary schools. Uh, but the value of those transactions actually down marginally compared mm. to last year. Uh, and that's uh, particularly in uh, business and secretarial schools, but also universities and colleges and trade and vocational. So it's good to see the increase in the number of transactions relative to last year, but in value terms, it still remains pretty soft. And finally, motor vehicle purchase intentions. Now, this has been a category that's also been a little bit volatile, but certainly we had seen a trend higher in terms of people buying cars. What's going on there? Yeah, we had seen quite strong increases really throughout most of 2021 uh, relative to last year. But in June, that did pull back a bit. Uh, I think that means because uh, June last year saw the start of some increases. Mm. Relative to June 2019, motor vehicle sales still remain quite strong. So that's uh, you know, people Google searching for that as well as applications and purchases through the CBA network. So we've stated a few times in the past that uh, car purchases are very highly correlated to housing market. You know, the wealth effect from higher house prices does tend to get reflected in higher car prices. And I think with the impact of you know, the travel restrictions and particularly people's opinions or views around mm. using public transport, that's uh, impacting on motor vehicle sales as well. So although there was some pullback in June, uh, relative to June last year, overall it still remains quite strong. You can certainly, uh, I guess, tell from this data that leading into the most recent lockdowns, the momentum in the Australian economy was very strong. Certainly these lockdowns in Greater Sydney and Victoria will have an impact on da- on the data which we'll see in the July edition and we'll just have to keep monitoring this very timely information uh, to give us a really clear idea about not only the size of the impact of the lockdown but also when restrictions do ease, how quick that pickup is or we're still going to be waylaid by a certain number of restrictions in the broader Australian economy. Yeah, totally agree with that. So this, this June data does show their momentum was still strong, some big base effects. Uh, but July is going to be particularly interesting uh, because of these extended lockdowns. As you say, I think our weekly credit and debit card spending data is really going to be quite critical in picking up very quickly the impact on spending from the lockdowns. 
uh, both the negative and also mm-hmm. how quickly things do recover uh, once we are out of this uh, you know, difficult lockdown period. Stephen, it's been great to get your insights, albeit over the phone instead of face-to-face, given the restrictions in place. Thanks for joining. My pleasure. Thanks, Linda. Now, you can read Stephen Halmerick's uh, June edition of the Household Spending Intention series on combankresearch.com.au. That will be published on the 20th of July, 2021. And the data used in the Commonwealth Bank Household Spending Intention series is a combination of the CBA data and publicly available Google Trends data. Any reference to the term CBA data means the proprietary data of the bank as the statistics take into account only the bank's data, it may not reflect all trends in the market. All customer data used or represented is anonymised and aggregated before analysis and is used and disclosed in accordance with the bank's privacy policy statement.